Good people of Los Angeles, welcome once again to the FCFC FSA FSA pod. We have a special treat for you. Four of my favorite North End females, four of the strongest football voices we've had on the pod at one time. We discuss everything from North End etiquette to confessions to Laurent Simon. So I know. lucky I didn't give my freaking cussing disclaimer before this. <laughs> oh, there goes my water bottle. And Ladies and gentlemen, we are in the backyard of Expo Park of Dweezus Place. There are helicopters flying, horns honking, Pendulce truck driving by. We are drinking. I am cussing. If you are around children or at a workplace where you shouldn't be hearing profanity, you probably shouldn't be listening. And... And like to know that you guys are still listening. It's been a while since uh, we got reviews or anything. Um, I would like to get some. What about language? I just did that. Oh. But do your favorite thing at the end. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. Yay! Thanks, Welcome to the FCFC pod, where two scholars and a dickhead look at the world through a black and gold tinted lens. I am your host, Slim, with my other two hosts sitting across from me is Big Dweez with no bucket hat. I lost my bucket. <laughs> I didn't really. It just got real dirty. And as per usual, sitting to my left is sexy Asian Jesus, retired Lee Nguyen, Josh Spice is in the backyard this <laughs> evening. Lee, I'm taller than you, I just want you to <laughs> And we have some special guests. We don't support gang culture. No, well, this is a little... A little mini-gang that started in the North End. Uh, we have four members of what TPP calls TBP. If you don't know what the fuck that is, you ain't following, right? We have Miss Football Carla. Hello. The Tiger Bay is back. Hi. Hey, oh my God. She's so Hi. Hello Kitty mode. Cute season. And two new guests to the backyard, Miss Brenda. Hello. And Joyce. Hey. Hey. How y'all doing? Good, how are you? Yeah, let's cheers. do a quick little cheers. Cheers. Welcome back and welcome. This one's a little different. Because uh, Carla requested to be back in the backyard. Heck yeah, man. I mean, this is what happens once you've been on the pod once. You get to start making demands of us. And, uh, just, and we're good. We have to We have to oblige. So I missed you guys. Heck and, you yeah. know, I've just formed this new relationship with amazing ladies in the supporter section. And I just wanted to say, you know, it'd be good to get to know each other a little bit more outside mm-hmm. the Bank of California as Hell well. Oh, yeah. So Carla was here in April for um, her episode here. Sue was here in, what, June? I think so. June for that. So, like, even from then on, like, what TSG and what TVP has become has really become its own uh, entity in itself. So yeah. we really want to hear kind of the ins and outs of that. And before we actually get into that, though, I kind of jumped the gun. We have two new guests to the pod. Um, and as per usual, let, we'll let Dweez kick off the first question of the evening. 
Do you guys know what the first question is? No. You don't know at all? You guys don't listen to the podcast? I, I heard Susan and Carmen. Shout out to Max. Shout out, shout out to Max. We've got consecutive guests who've never listened to the podcast before coming on. Like, what do you mean go in the backyard? What do you mean? Whose house am I at? What are we doing? Why are, we, why are there all these different alcohols on the table in a Jenna Jameson statue? What is your oldest football memory? Um, there's not like one particular memory. Um, my dad is a huge fan. I was always a part of it growing up, so mm-hmm. that's like my oldest memory. When I started really getting into it following was probably the World Cup back in, I think it was 02, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and then <laughs> here I am. I, I was born and raised in LA, so I grew up here. I went to John Burroughs and there was a lot of Koreans in my school mm-hmm. and everyone came to school with like the the red shirt the red. and it was just it was amazing you know everyone I think the non-Koreans didn't know what was going on <laughs> um, and it was really exciting everyone was so passionate about it we we're following all the games and I like that just kind of stuck with me throughout the years Koreans will support the fuck out of you yeah. if you're doing something good <laughs> that's where it really all began you, we were all in high school so it's like you you kind of had, can remember it more like younger than that Man, stupid dog. Really <laughs> <laughs> um, Maybe he saw the first World Cup in 2002, too. He's trying to get it on. But that 2002 one, when we were in high school, like, especially if you grew up in a community where there were a lot of Koreans, mm-hmm. all the kids were fucking falling asleep all day in classes. Like, they all had the World Cup shirts, uh, be the Reds, but it was like a pink or orange shirt. It was kind of weird. Um, yeah, man, that 2002 World Cup put... Koreans onto soccer, like it didn't really last per se as far as the fandom in Korea. Um, but yeah, it's a lot of our generation's first like real football memory. Yeah. Definitely like a way for us to like build a community, I think, starting with that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Joyce, is this the same for you, 2002? I think so. I was pretty young. I was wearing a, all red all the time. <laughs> Plug, yeah. And I didn't even realize why I was wearing it. My parents was like, you're wearing this today. So I said, okay. <laughs> but it, yeah, it didn't last long for me. How many of you guys went to the, um, for Radio the Korea? semifinal, not the Radio Korea, when they had it at the Staples Center? Oh, I wasn't there. No? Nah? Oh, not at the Staples Center. No? Mm-mm. I was at Radio Korea. Damn. That was the third place game? Yeah, when okay. we got scored on in like 11 seconds. Mm. We packed out like half the Staples Center and then like just silence. It's like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> Well, wait, you were saying it didn't last after that? Like, you said, like, okay, I wore red for a while, and then the sport disappears? Yeah, for me, it did. <laughs> it comes back another four years. It, ca- it came back when um, Sue tried to get me into Chelsea. Ah. <laughs> I tried. I tried. I tried, I tried. that didn't work either. And then Why didn't that what work? Where, yeah, where'd she yeah. go? Where'd she go? I just had her come with me to the pubs. And yeah, you ain't waking yeah. up at four in the morning for something. You really I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah I'm not going like to do that. that. Yeah. I'll just, you know, but I'll hang out with you She came for like afterwards. a decent hour time. And we yeah. would grab no, breakfast. No, she's a down-ass friend. Joyce likes breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> I like English breakfast. <laughs> you like the baked beans yeah. with your eggs? Yeah, I do. Okay. So you still can't get over that. So you pushed back. Chelsea wasn't happening this early morning thing. She came out a couple times. She's a really LFC. good friend. Yes. LFC was what changed everything. Yeah. Oh, shit. She was like, what? I could bring my own bottle of Jameson? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. Uh, that, that was part of the allure. Choppers are low tonight. Do you remember, like, my football memory story? 
Was it the kids' story? Yeah, so I found the picture. Oh! Recap the story. Oh my god, that's so. Where is this taken? That's in Costa Rica. That's in Costa Rica. This is you and your brother. That was my cousin. You and your cousin. He passed away when he was sixteen. One is a volleyball, so somebody's playing volleyball in the mix too. But like, you're trying to grab, you're trying to grab both of the balls too. You're trying to take his ball from him. Total like tomboy. This is great. I feel like we don't include enough like post pod content, but this would be a prime post pod photo to include. Now, I distinctly remember your Chelsea story, but I, <laughs> now, I, like, now, I remember, like, now I remember the Costa Rica story, yeah. Right? Like, Koreans, like, they don't know we what to do with it. We love the bowl cut. <laughs> hey, but I, I had Korean homies that had the mullet in, like, third grade, so. <laughs> I totally looked like a boy that I had to get earrings, so, like, people can distinguish so that I was a lady. So, did you thought you were a K-pop star? <laughs> <laughs> I would, yeah, baby me would totally fit in that um. Wait, so Brenda, like Joyce, after the 2002 World Cup, you're like off it? Or is your dad kind of like looping you into things? He was you always looping me into things. I don't what did he watch? What was his league? Like Korean team. Korean team He's always okay. following mm-hmm. Korean team. And then I met Ben when I was like 15, I think, 14, so 15. She- ben! <laughs> and, um, you know, like Joyce said, everyone kind of fell off. They didn't follow soccer. And I think Ben was probably like the only person that I knew that liked soccer as well. Like, mm-hmm. of course. Ben actually helped me kind of stay in it. Like, because, you know, if there's, like, Korean games, he was always following them. The games, the times are, like, off. They're, like, in Korea, right? So mm-hmm. it'll be, like, at 4.30 a.m. And he'll be like, hey, do you want to go watch the game? And I'm like, it's 4.30. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, they would, uh, what is it? They would show the games at Piper's. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember that. And so he was like, I'm at Piper's right now. Come out. I'm like, no, I can't. <laughs> so, you know, he would, like, drag me out to watch those games and stuff. So, you know, kind of, I was able to stay, like, in it somewhat. And then, um, you know, it's, it just kind of falls off again. And I was never a fan of the mm-hmm. Galaxy. Yeah. And then LAFC came along. And then I met Sam. Ooh. <laughs> you, were the, yes, you were the one? Yes, he was the, the recruiter. <laughs> so, yeah. Come on by. Mm-hmm. Sam, when did, the, when did Ben kind of talking to you all the time about national team and stuff turn into, like, I believe this for myself? And I, I, it's like... It, to take it from his joy of it, and then you're like, now this is going to be my thing. Um, well, we started just watching games during lunch, like Champions League and whatnot, when we were working together. Mm. And then I would just catch myself, like, I guess, I know, was it partying back then? Like, if I was partying, then I would, like, get home, it'd be, like, 3 o'clock, and it'd be like, all right, I'm going to stay up for the 4 o'clock match. Or if I'm not out, I'll, like, wake up at 4 for, you know what I mean? Then yeah, I yeah. caught myself doing that, and I was like, the fuck am I doing? <laughs> um, yeah, and I just kept going with it. And then, you know, that that dinner with Rich, Chi, and Pat, and it fucking took over my whole fucking life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, talking about taking over your life, I mean, Carla, Carla's been in and out of this game forever, but now it's... Uh, now it's firmly within a, a TSG context and all that. So, like, what's, what, what kind of, what, because you, I think I'm, you were one of the first people I met through LAFC, and now, like, seeing you, like, as part of RSG, like, what, what took place and, like, where is it, where is it going now? What, what's it like for you? I mean, yeah, since the last time I was here, you know, I was kind of just of the 30 to 52, you know, I've heard about LAFC back in 2014, but... I mean, I just keep seeing it grow and the community keeps getting stronger and closer together. Uh, so now it's even more like 
maybe last season I would catch myself like, oh, do I want to go to the game? Do I not want to go? Because I'm always going there by myself, right? So this time I'm like, there's no excuse. Like, I know I'm going to be with my ladies. You know, like, it's it's all of us. Like, all of us come individually. All of us come individually to the game on our own because we know we have this kind of, like, support system there. Mm-hmm. And it's also within, like, you know, with the guys as well. It's just, it's always been welcoming. So it's just been a great... Um, journey and this season has been amazing i mean we're having a rough month but it's as together as a supporter group i think it's just been beautiful i think the one thing that drew me i remember when it was like the world cup i would keep watching on you guys like instagram stories like you were like at someone's apartment at like 4 a.m watching the games sam is like passed out and everyone was recording everyone and i'm like that was like can i be there i was like can i have that slumber party can i be part of that i felt like i that was amazing and i was like Yes, they have that. I don't know. It just made me really want to be part of that even more so. Mm, and not just for LAFC, but for, you know, just the love of football. Yeah. Damn, shout out Kevin's house and his projector. <laughs> I know. And his comfy-ass floor. We're all oh, sleeping on. That grass-like floor is yeah. pretty dope. Incredible. It's good to sleep on. Kevin. Missed the game. I mean, it's, 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 it's wild because I think Sue in her episode was even talking about... Um, just how unfriendly mm-hmm. football culture can be to, to women and even especially in the supporter stand. And um, I think LAFC, to, to a large part of it, has really encouraged that. And, like, the women have really taken that for themselves and really made a culture their own. Mm-hmm. Right? And so this is kind of a cool part to be a part of this table because it really is, like, while you're within a SG, like, you guys have your own thing. Y'all have a, your own chat room that I'm very jealous that I'm not in. <laughs> but, um, Sorry, we made our own, too. Yeah, Shout whatever, out the food dudes. Hey, food dudes, what's, what's up? Whatever. You made t-shirts. It's, it's copyrighted. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. wow. Screw your charcuterie, dudes. <laughs> I mean, I, if we take a wider view of this for a second, though, I feel like it's not just like a football culture thing. Like any large groups of predominantly men <clears throat> gatherings, male yes. gatherings are like... It's all like a, it's like a weird, like geeky, insecure, also like turn towards the things. You know, it really is. Like yeah. most guys probably won't tell you that. Like, yeah, we're just doing our thing. But they're like, fucking like, oh, fuck. I can't like yeah, be around like, women. Guys. <laughs> no, seriously. I think that's how it is for a lot of them. So it's like. The thing is, is with guys, like girls say like guys never grow up. And it's kind of true because... We know that. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, it's kind of like when you meet that, that um, How I Met Your Mother episode. Like, when you meet your friends from, like, college or, yeah. you know, if you grew up with your friends since high school, you turn into those idiots from high school whenever you get back with that group of people. Sure, sure. But when we leave into our own real world, we <laughs> are mature adults. And then we go back to our homies and we're like, ah, let's play <laughs> fucking Pokemon Go or whatever the fuck people do these days. But yeah. All right, well. No, but, uh, but no, I just think that that's, it's significant because, again, if it's like, if I want to like bang the drum that I'm always banging. Bang that shit. LAFC at its best or like even MLS supporter culture at its best, if the, the places where it exists can break molds, not just for football, but for like other things. Mm-hmm. Like realizing that it doesn't have to, you don't have to be, like, an adult person in a major city in America and, like, have to just, like, go hang out with, like, your boys all the time. Yeah. Like, you can go to an environment that is, like, not about just men or women. It's about all kinds of different people. Yeah. You can go there and it doesn't have to be, like, any other ulterior motives besides uh, finding that place of community than that gathering place. That, like, ironically, I think we only really have when we're kids and people don't know how guys are supposed to be and girls are supposed to be yeah. and everyone's kind of mixed together and you're just, like, playing. Like, it doesn't matter, right? 
And I think, I know it's like, it sounds a little corny, but sometimes I get the sense when I go to the North End, that's what it's like. Cause it's like, it's, it's not, correct me if I'm wrong, but like none of you four like had a boyfriend that was like, hey, come on to LAFC. And you guys are just like, okay. Like, no. and then you dragged and you just sort of liked it. Yeah. This happened on its own accord. And it's not, <laughs> this isn't the only examples here at this table of that being the case. There's like many other people that I've met there. And the only other football culture I've been to in the world that was similar to that was in Medellin, watching Atletico Nacional. And all the other stadiums I've been to in the world, of which I've been to, like, I've been lucky enough to go to many, doesn't like that. It's not, it's not like that. And nobody's like, it's not, doesn't have that, like, type of vibe where it, it feels better because you have a little bit of everybody. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm about it because every time I get a stand in that section, it doesn't feel like I'm in some weird, like, fraternal hazing <laughs> thing. Right. Sorry, Josh. We just recently learned he was in a fraternity. What? Uh, oh, my God, you were? During college. What's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I think, like, whatever. Like, those... Oh, I'm sure that... <laughs> Bleep that shit out, Sean. Hey, I'm sure that those, like, things oh, still have wow. value. Like, all all gendered groups, like, still have value. But I do think we're in, like, a cultural moment where it's, like, kind of, like, all right, guys. Like, we're, we're at the place where people have to also, like, spend more time together in, in a way that doesn't have some, to like, cope. weird agenda. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, I think it's fucking great. That's it. End of the pod. Guys, thanks for coming out. <laughs> FCFC. Buy our merch at our tent. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Should we have our first break? We could have our first break. Yeah. Sorry. What kind of I'm transition? On, <laughs> we're on I'm, on my, I'm on my rants. You guys can hold me responsible. No, that was great. <laughs> Back here with FCFC Pod, here with the the lovely members of TVP. Um, we want to hear more about what, what goes on. What goes on in these charcuterie nights? <laughs> that's, how, that's how this thing really started for me. Was like we they just started posting some IG stories and um, there was some, some bullshit. There Wait, was some dried was ham on the table. Can you, can you pronounce that word one more time slowly? Yeah, yeah, charcuterie. Charcuterie. So, you know, as many jokes as you make about be- me being cultures, I just, like, look at that word, like, pretty much, like, get confused and just say chartreuse. Like, chartreuse? the color chartreuse. I know that's not what it's, that it is. I'm right, just like, right, dude, right. whatever that, like, judging chartreuse you, thing. man. Come on. Judge, judge it up. Judge it up, y'all. bro. Come judge on. Judge it up. I'm not as educated as just, it seems. Don't, don't let me slip on my bros now because you guys brought I'm up the over, life. Oh, yeah. fucking whack ass. Don't bro me if you don't know me, homie. Let's go. Oh, <laughs> I never even heard that. I bet he has so no. many of those. Being in a frat. All right, this pod's yeah. over. <laughs> this fucking, this the whole... The frat boy coming out. Not just this episode. I'm done with the pod. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, being being in a frat, you probably have tons of those. How many of those you got? Like those little... No, no, what, come on. I'm, not, I'm not like that. I'm not like that. It's just it's, it's a fun thing. A fun token I okay. keep, keep behind. Sorry. We need more estrogen on the I side, pod. Come on, I look. sidetracked from the shark... Shard... Chartreuse. <laughs> talk like talk about the chartreuse charcuterie. Where, how did that come across? Like, a dinner party's a big freaking deal, man. Um... It was one of our girls, a Grace. She's a DJ, so she was spinning at Los Globos. So we decided to go out to, and support her, uh-huh. as women do, support each other. And <laughs> let's all just kind of pregame. But the pregame was a very nice, fancy pregame because we had a charcuterie play. We had the best house, Brenda. <laughs> we had Brenda, yeah. Thank you again, Brenda. Brenda, did you, did you just have that wooden board at your house, like for serving in that way, or is it just like it was like on like really like rustic Italian looking mm-hmm. table? Like oh, that's just like yeah. part of your pottery yeah. board game. That's her apartment. It was beautiful. <laughs> getting everything ready. Perfect host for everything. <laughs> the plates and the napkins. And well, not just that oh, dinner, but how did 
like the whole TVP and all that come about? So, like we said, supporting each other. We just said, hey, let's hang out and do this, or let's hang out and do that. And then trying to get to know each other outside of the North End. Texting each other daily. (laughs) (laughs) Seeing how our day's going, and it's grown, and it's been building, and it's been fantastic. I mean, these little pockets of communities with girl power at the center of it is kind of popping up a lot in the North End. There's, it is, though. There's TVP, there's Sexpos. Um, I, I, I know there's more. What's Lucky that? Girls. Lucky Girls. The Quedwells. Wasn't the Empire, isn't there Empire Girls? I know the Empire Girls, yeah. yeah, yeah. But I, I don't want it to be, like, a faction because at the end of the day, we are all TSG yeah. and... No, we're just waiting for the revolt. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just you wait. Just you wait. No, but it's... Sam cool. and I are waiting for it to be overthrown. I know. <laughs> so, I, I, that's how I always stand behind the girls, because I'm just waiting for one of them to just cut me. Yeah. <laughs> we're plotting and scheming. No, wait, is there... Are there any women on the council? The 3252 council? Yeah. Okay. Uh... I mean, Sue. I'm on the council. <laughs> oh, okay. See, I don't know. Myra. I don't know, guys. These are the things that all happen behind Sue, closed doors. Sue, Myra. Um, I mean, I would like more Lindsay. women on the council, but we'll see how that goes. Tatiana, um, I don't want to leave anyone out because you know, I don't want to hear it in my DMs. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's cool because even with all the women around the North End, like I'm very like cool with a lot of them or very close to a lot of them, especially the Sexpos and I'm from the crew and. So, cool. so what's that journey been like this this year and last season? Like just you know being women in the North End. Like how has it changed from last year to this year? I think last year for sure it wasn't as open as it was this year. I think open in regards to what? Like I think um, like women are more out there now. Yeah, like open as the, the support is out there and you're wel- and we're welcoming to we're each never, other. Yeah, it's, exactly. it's never like. We don't want it to be petty or, yeah, none of the competition. Territorial stuff. I feel like last time I had, like, two friends that were, you know, Sujin being one of them. Mm -hmm. That was, like, LAFC and then Jasmine, Black Army, Mm -hmm. who now lives in Kansas. Mm -hmm. Uh, Oh, did she move to Kansas? Yeah, she's over there. Hi, Jasmine. Oh, no, that Jasmine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, there's so many. But there's a lot of Jasmine. Then later I started meeting. So, like, more open by the fact that there's more of us, you know? And, I mean, I want to hear also, like, I guess Brenda and Joyce, like, you guys came what was in, your, how yeah. did you see it as well from your end as well? Like, how has that been? Oh, yeah, that's been different because you guys were here since last season. You guys came in this season pretty much, right? Joyce was here yeah. last season as well, right? Technically, yes. <laughs> <laughs> she hadn't gotten drunk with us yet, so she didn't like us. <laughs> I wasn't really into it until this season. Mm. What changed? I think I started going to more games, mm. tailgates. Uh, watch parties. Watch parties. I still don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's what changed. There needs to be an art to the beer shower, though. Like, don't <clears> chuck <throat> beer at me. Just throw it. There's different <clears throat> forms of art. There's abstract too. Of the <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't in TSG last season. That's for sure. But um, you know, it's funny. I was actually going through like my old posts on Instagram, and there's a post that I put up. Because um, there was a game, the World Cup game at Radio Korea, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure you were there. Yeah. And I think Josh was mm-hmm. there too. Mm-hmm. And you guys brought the Korean flag mm-hmm. and the Tigers, the TSG, like the big giant like painting or like the flag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I like took a photo of it. I was like, oh my god, like <laughs> it's TSG right here. Yeah. So like I kind of feel like I was already a part of it. But um, yeah, I I joined in March, I think. Mm-hmm. So, Beginning of the season, right? Yeah. That's cool, and I, I love hearing stuff like that because, like, 
we've been putting in our reps to be at the places where it's soccer fans are, you know, mm-hmm. and I think that's that's the big thing for us to to kind of um, kind of keep on pushing. But what do you guys hope that TVP turns into, and what do you hope that females in the North End like? What 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 do you hope that it continues to evolve into? A girl gang. Girl gang. Okay. <laughs> We're talking like machetes and stuff? No, or? no. They gotta be cuter than machetes. I, 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 think I want a bomber jacket, like a satin bomber jacket. That's what, that's what it means. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, this is the merch. This is what it's about this fucking jacket since the beginning of this season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's gonna make it happen. I know she is. This is this the ultimate it. goal is those yeah. fucking bomber jackets. Mm-hmm. Satin bomber jackets. So like, like, Coach's letterman jacket. What about a Dickies jacket? I think that's been done, so I don't want to. Like, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah Betty. <laughs> Jackass with all the fucking new clothes every fucking week. <laughs> no, it's wild, though, because even Carla recently has been, um, is, is going to join, join the merch committee. My bad for not inviting you yet, but um, that's on me. But do you I really want to... We need girl shirts. Yes. Do, okay, so that's that's the thing. Do we need the V-neck women's shirts? Because I know that's that's been the topic of conversation. David is adamant against because it. Because Carla doesn't fuck with the women's cuts. Really. Yeah, that's I don't like the women's women. cut, yeah. but I do want, like... More, more, more options. Stuff? Yeah. More yeah. options. Yeah. More center around what's what our needs are. So I need to hear this. What, what, what kind of things are we talking about other well, than the bomber jacket? Not even that, but, like, I know a lot of people didn't like it, but, like, the whole tie-dye LAFC one, there was so many things wrong with that shirt that came out from LAFC. Yeah, Ben. So we're, like... Taking shots. I thought we were being petty here on this. So then... On the girl team. chat, we're like, can we just create something like that that's for us, you know? Yeah, or yeah. that's that's TVP. Right. And kind of design it that, that we all... Okay, let's edit that out because I don't want anyone to <laughs> take that idea. <laughs> Wait, what? The, the tie-dye thing? Yeah. No, nah, man, it's fine. Hey, but what about for the, for, for, for the gentlemen? Are we going to have uh, a first option at this? No. They really don't uh, think about us at no, all. No, I mean, everything we think also can be applied unisex. Yeah, We're in a day and age where, like, Clothes oh, and yeah. shady like chest for V-neck. What's going on? What else? What else? Oh what yeah, else? please do not show. No, but no V-necks. No V-necks. <laughs> I've seen guys like V-necks. There was, yeah, there was not, not V-necks go down to their fucking belly button. Yeah. Yeah. The V-necks not in anymore. Yeah. Anything else? Wait, what? Yeah, what's lacking? <laughs> that, yeah, yeah. Put it that way. What? Like what? So more. What color, should be improved down. upon? Uh-uh. Uh-uh. No, okay. from you guys' perspective in general, it doesn't even have to be like specifically related to women. Merch? What's lacking? Well, like she said, representation, right? She wants to assume we all want to see more representation in the council moving forward and everything, even like throughout, I guess, the people that work there. Just in general, there's only so much that you see because it's still a very male dominated field. Yeah. 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 Well, there's, there's, that's one thing. Do you guys feel like the NWSL to LA movement is something that you guys as, as um, female supporters, like, have to get behind super heavy, or is that just kind of a matter of matter of preference for you guys to you you ladies to, to do? Sorry for the pronouns. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm like fully behind it. Mm-hmm. I mean, not just because I know Lindsay, but obviously, I think all of us want to see more like women in sports. So, you know, with the World Cup, I feel the Women's World Cup this year really got that ball going and yeah. kind but there's of still not enough behind conversation behind that. Right, right, so, right. Yeah, so would you guys go to all the women's games if they came? Would you buy? I would. I would be a season ticket holder. Like I want it to be like the Portland Thorns or like. I think it's fantastic how the support out there is. 
wider question. Is there, like, a threshold <coughs> for involvement for, like, most people? Like, is, is going to watch two teams... Do you know how the people in the yeah. Thorns and the Timbers do it? Like, is there, are there people who just go to all of them, and that's that's their thing? I think they thing? support both, yeah. It's like, one after the other sometimes. But is it all on different days, too? Like, I've, I don't I've know seen it, like, one it. day after another. Like, I think when we were there, like, when we went to yeah. play the Timbers, and then the next day there was a Thorns game. I was talking to also Mark and Lindsay about it. They're like, in Liga MX, do they have a different name for the feminine? And we're like, no, it's the same name. So to me, it was interesting to hear that Portland has, like, a total complete name for, like, different yeah. name for their female yeah. team. And I was like, no, it's the same name. You just say, like, like Chivas Femenil, America Femenil, Atlas like Femenil, PSG you know? Women's or yeah, Chelsea Women's. Yeah, Exactly. Like, yeah. everywhere else in the world. But even in Liga MX, when you go see the main team, you always have uh, the under-17 play, team play before. So hours before, you had the under-17 teams both play against each other. And then the sub, like, 20 or 21. And then the team. So it's like, why can't they kind of do that with the feminine? You know, and mm-hmm. also, I don't know. Oh, just that would be really To get cool. more engagement. Like, yeah, we're yeah, already yeah. there since 10 a.m. for a 7.30 p.m. game. <laughs> so, like, how hard would it be to program this where you have a stadium that has the capability right, of housing right. four teams in there without them having to, like, clean their locker room and have the other team there. Right. Like, why can that be something? I would definitely be more for that because it's, like, I'm already, like, LAFC game is, like, my whole day. Right, right. So why can't they make that work if they want to get that public engagement? I can mess around with that. I would not be dope, but it's a lot of logistics that... Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm sure there's all of that as well, but... But they make it more difficult than it should be, I think. Right. Exactly. Brenda, how about you? You're you're, you're, uh, a, a... on Saturdays and Sundays, your your Instagram turns into a Sony Min fan account. So <laughs> you're firmly entrenched into English soccer and more more specifically Tottenham and so on. But <laughs> do you feel like you'd be behind a women's team in, in in a similar level to what you are for <clears throat> LAFC? Yeah, definitely. Good answer. Serious. Of course, why not? And like you know, honestly, like. You guys asked, like, what do we hope to kind of, you know, see, like, our goal for TVP. I think, I mean, it is kind of rare to see females that are into soccer. I've actually never met girlfriends or friends, girls, period, that were into soccer until I joined TSG, to be honest. So, I mean, hopefully, you know, we'll have more women joining us. Fun fact. And it kind of encourages them, encourages them, you know. That's true. And me and Brenda went to the same middle school. So junior high, elementary, high school. <laughs> now Carla is out here just being like, I love Now she feels like TPP. <laughs> so yeah, you know. No, that's an interesting bit. I think that's, that's something that we all we all care about. But because Lindsay is so in charge of that, I think it means more when when the female supporters get behind it and then really tell tell the men how to how to, how to really step in line and to really support as well because that's. It's, I think for too much of the sport, it's been the opposite way around, right? Especially yeah. because it's, it is male-dominated and all the players are, are male, so. Let's go. Carl, do you know why um, the Mexico women's national team doesn't have a presence in, like, the Women's World Cup or stuff like that? Like, why Why for such a football-rich country yeah. is, there, is, there, is there no representation there? I mean, the Liga Mekis for uh, the females definitely has been growing and getting stronger, and there's more even in the media. There's more attention to it nowadays because... You know, for the longest time, I also didn't know that was a thing. Because, you know, like, yeah, if you don't yeah. see it, then how are you supposed to even follow it, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, just going back to, like, being very uh, male-centered culture in general in Mexico, it was refreshing to see that moving forward. I really, the Mexico team, national again, just, it goes from the lack of resources that they're provided as well. It's slowly starting to pick up, but it's going to take, like, you know, the next 20 years. I mean, 
They keep saying, yeah, FIFA ranking Mexico number 12. But, like, is that really the case? Like, we still yeah, have yeah. long ways to go. So imagine how that translates to the women's national team. You know what's kind of interesting? I was thinking about as we were talking about this. When I go out to training and when we are up in the press box, there's actually, like, a lot of women in the press box. But oh, very a- rarely are they covering the game in English. They're almost all the women who are there are covering it in Spanish. Mm. Or maybe that's, like, an over-exaggeration. I, like, Alicia, shout-out to Alicia Rodriguez. She both does MLS stuff, and she does the Angels, Angels on Parade. On Parade yeah. Hopefully great. we're going to have her on the podcast at one point because she's been in that world for a long time. She'll probably know better. But I get the sense that, like, in this sport, and it's probably, you know, it might be similar in, like, the NFL and these things. Like, I've never covered those sports. But um, for whatever, like, the English-speaking environment I it's it's rare to see women covering it and I feel like I know a lot of women who know a lot about football but are but, not covering it but yeah it's not as popular and I know that there's a there's a LAFC podcast now the center mid chicks that's that started which mm-hmm. I think is really good because I do think there needs to be more of the women voices and hosts and they t- topics of what they want to talk about we told you we have them on the pod soon too yeah, yeah. Amy, Nina and Amanda right yep Please, what can you can you walk us more through um, Medellin and like why you think that culturally is so? Obviously, stereotypes abound in everyone's heads as soon as you say that word for various reasons. Yeah. Um, and that was kind of the case the whole time I was there. I was drawn to that city for other reasons, which I won't bother getting into. <laughs> What's it related to writing? No, it was. I guess related to writing, and like since I was a kid, like Colombia was this magic country to me, and I had been all over the world, but I had never been to Colombia. So I really wanted to go down there, and I went alone, and I didn't know anybody, and I decided I was going to stay there for three months. But one thing like that was always stuck in my mind is like just around the city, there's like a really strong female presence in general. Mm-hmm. Latin America, I won't get into like the sexist depictions of things or whatever. Yeah, the billboards are a little ridiculous sometimes. <laughs> you know, like things are a little bit more overblown than you might be familiar with. Then I went to the one of the games, and we went to like the the equivalent of the north end, just like the south end of the stadium, which is named after some guy whose name I always forget. But it's the same stadium that. Edward Atuesta came from Independiente Medellin. Mm-hmm. They're like one of the teams in the city, but Atletico Nacional is kind of the more successful team. Those are sort of the rival teams. I went to the Nacional game, and I like went to the, you know that side, and I was like nervous as hell because it's like I don't know anybody. I'm just getting to know people here, uh, and a friend of mine was visiting, and we were just like whatever, like nervy. But we get get in there, and like that was like one of the first evident things it was just like already there's like a ton of groups of girls. It's not like girls hanging on like their boyfriend, and they're like in there. Things are a little like more extreme in some respects and there's a little bit more of like a you're uneasy because like you're a stranger and you don't want to do the wrong thing and you don't get in with the wrong crowd but like maybe it's the mustache it like sets people off like generally I'm just kind of like like Duvacy and my Spanish is decent enough so we like got in pretty quick with like a group right like these guys are just like what you guys from like America you came down here like of course you're welcome they were like really friendly like people often in Medellin were there's like a guy who like tells me he's gonna protect me he like shows he's got like a gun in his waistband like while we're in the stadium in the stadium yeah and so it's like you know you're like okay like you know and people are offering you all kinds of things you're like all right so this is like this is kind of maybe an explosive situation, but, like, honestly, this sounds weird. Maybe there's some, like, motherly, like, aspects here. Like, I felt safer, and I felt like this was, like, a more of a vibrant community, and it was that, and it wasn't scary, and it wasn't, like, something that I felt like I needed to, like, be jumped into, like, the gang to be able to be there, which isn't always the case in other stadiums in Latin America, for yeah. sure. And, like, when I saw Boca and Independiente, very different. I didn't see a single woman the whole time I was in the stands. Like, I, I mean, maybe there were some, but, you know, it wasn't notable. But that struck me immediately when I was there. And it made the whole atmosphere. It's, it's, it doesn't it doesn't cut it doesn't cut into like the intensity either. 
Like they, women have their own energy that brings its own intensity, which isn't there if it's just a bunch of dudes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, and they have a way of going at it and they have things that they're bringing to the table. And it was kind of like the equivalent, you know, of like a group that was just like jumping on the railings and like doing their thing too, and like expressing themselves. Um, and I had only ever seen that there. I didn't see it in England. I didn't see it at the, a lot of the national Barely things I'd been to. Um, so, and I think that that's changing, like, to England's credit. Like, I brought up last week, and we'll bring up again. Like, Arsenal Fan TV started to do, like, women's games and, like, women's... Oh, like, they had, a, they had one of the girls that I met when she was here in L.A. do the player ratings over the weekend. Which is, like, it sounds like a small deal, but it's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Like, when you're used to just a bunch of, like, fat English dudes, like, blah, 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 yeah, like, yapping about whatever they're yapping about, right? So just, like, opening the creak yeah. of the door and having it come in is big, but places where it exists a little bit more robustly, like it did when I saw in Medellin or in the North End, is, like, a huge bonus to the overall football experience as someone who's, like, loves the game in all of its facets. So that's my rant. And on that note, we're going to get into more rants from Louise because it's about to be tea time. Woohoo! I'm not going to say a word during the whole tea time episode. <laughs> Welcome back to the alarm clock neighborhood of your dreams. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Dweezy right here, tea time with Dweezy, you know what it is, I'm switching up my intros, motherfuckers, you gotta stay on your toes, this isn't a button, we're not robots, we're real people, we got feelings too. The fuck came out your mouth just now? I don't know, man, I've been going through it, but, but we've got these lovely TVP quartet in the backyard right now, and we've got a little bit of tea, and we're gonna drink it, and in fact, I've got two teas, because, come on. Got this this many wonderful individuals over. I gotta gotta get a couple. The first one is one of the high mountain oolongs from Taiwan. It's like a lightly roasted oolong. It's like probably probably difficult to taste after all the delicious liquor and beers that have been consumed. But the second one is that black tea that we had last time that I bought at Danong in Pasadena. So we got a little oolong, a little black tea. Gonna start with the oolong first because the black tea will be more tasteful. So as Josh will show you guys here shortly. This little tea setup. Let's get Sue to show us, man. Sue's been oh, around. Oh, yeah. You guys have... What am I talking about? She's been around. Mm. I did Just not even mean it like it that. Mm. Show how you flip it. Magic. Yeah, you're supposed to hold both sides and then flip it over. If you drink a lot of different teas, we'll be able to use it again for the black tea. You'll be able to smell it, but you take off the... Watch what Josh does. I'll take off that cup and it, it all fits. It doesn't seem like it will. And then you smell it and you just get a load of what you got going on. I got a cigarette on my mouth. I can't really yeah, Josh is like, I'm, I'm drinking, I'm smoking, and I'm not yeah. tasting or smelling Straight this tea. Coast. It's pretty much just water to Josh. It smells really good. Dude, you weren't even impressed with Sam. That Sam recognized that we had to drink long in a while. I was pretty impressed. Are you Dude, he's like always knows what type of tea we're drinking. He's got this great really tea good. taste. I feel like most of my favorite teas that Josh is like, yeah, that one's not for me. Sam's like, he gets it. Yo, come on. It's just, it's a little, it's Josh. Hey, Josh, put a few years on, you know, get to our level, get a little. Sophisticated ass scholar. Yeah. <laughs> He's been spending too much time with this frat boy still in the group hey, chat. Like, God, did you see the new white cloth yeah, flavors that came out? I don't appreciate what this is turning into. <laughs> I did not sign up for this. Josh, Josh. Rose. He really likes the white cloth. Actually, you know what? We're actually going to do one rant, unless you guys have one. No, go for it. No, everyone's got a rent. No, everyone's got a rent. No, yeah. well, no, before that, first of all, I think it's important to say when the new boys came over, first of all, I have to apologize to them because it was the first time that I screwed up the mic setup in our whole 40 whatever episodes 
and we had to use the backup mic, which I always use a backup mic, and that was the first time I ever used it. So sorry that the quality of that episode is not as good as some of these other ones, but thank you to those guys for introducing us to this whole idea of, they call it soapbox, right? Soapbox. Where you just go on like a rant. I thought it was pretty interesting to go around and everyone kind of shuts up while someone else just goes on a rant, mm-hmm. and I feel like I'm always the one just going on rants. <laughs> so to be able to be joined on the rant journey is pretty special for me. So who's up first? I think, it, uh, you know, it's it's only right that on the TV episode, TVP episode, it should be ladies first, right? Truth. So why don't we kick it off, Carla? Why don't you give us a nice little rant about anything you want to? Go off, Carla. Carla, you were saying all types of good stuff right before when we brought this up. I just had a lot of experiences. um, (laughs) Yes. At LAFC games. Talk to me. Or just, you know, just in general, it's just more just some of my pet peeves. Just people trying to touch you a little too much or they're a little too friendly. And just if you don't smile or say hi the way they think you should, then they label you as something else. Oof. You know, and you're like, man, fuck you. Like, yes. I'm not here for your bullshit. I'm not here to make you smile. I don't owe you shit. I'm here to hang out with my tigers and watch this fucking game and see them win. That's what I'm here for. Oh, yeah. Anything yeah, you stack on top? But can we talk about, like, this is, a, mm. this is like, a outside much. of the North End and like regular life occurrence sometimes too, right? Like you'll just be like doing a thing. As a woman. Yeah, yeah, like get on your ass woman soapbox, Sue. What what, what are we talking (laughs) about right now? For 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 our Neanderthal men's out here. It's it's I mean, as a woman in a very sports dominated area, I think we are objectified a lot. Like Carla said, if we're not friendly, we're we're bitches. Mm -hmm. Um if we're too friendly, it's like, oh what does she want from me? And it's like... Which is nothing. I really don't want anything from a lot of people. So it's just like, I'm there to have fun. I look cute for myself and no one else. Thanks. And it's just like, I think there are people that follow me on like different social medias and they come and say hi and I'm just like, oh, hey, what's up? But it's like, I don't know who you are, but you know a lot about me. But at the same time, it's like, let's let's have some personal boundaries here like let's uh, let's talk about this so like a male fan of sue's twitter handle <laughs> oh my God. twitter persona how do they go about yeah how do we expressing go about their support no, supporting you for the and, most part uh, people who you. follow me on twitter are really great because i engage with them and so when i do see them in person it's like oh hey da, 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 da. but it's like instagram i think it's like it's harder because people see like this facade or whatever and they think that i'm like super approachable and i'm like you should read my Twitter. I'm not very <laughs> Yeah, I was like, read my Twitter and then go from there. And, but it's just kind of like, just have some respect for like the women in the North End because just because we may have this great energy doesn't always mean that we're always ready for that kind of attention. I got you. I got you. I think even in um, our limited context, when people like approach us for the podcast or TSG stuff, like we don't have that necessarily have that um, fear because it's just like oh people are just showing love and stuff like that but for, yeah. for women it's, it's really fear. different we, we are kind of awkward when people come up to us about the pod that's so, true too it's a, so it's a different we apologize to anyone yeah. that has come up to us about the pod and we're like awkward about it we're just awkward people that's why we hide <laughs> behind a mic and we're not like on camera and shit so leave us alone like, no I'm just kidding <laughs> come talk to us anytime like for the most part I am pretty good about that I mean I, I don't want celebrity that's not what I want but people assume that sometimes and they they there's some some people approach me in a weird way and I'm just like 
Why do you think that the celebrity aspect is in there? Is it just because, like, there are people out there who want to be, like, male and female, want to be, like, influencers in the North End? Like, what, what is that about I, that thing? Ooh, this is a real yeah. soapbox there. There are a lot of people, I feel like, in the North End, it, it brings that type of crowd to because it is kind of a very marketable aspect of it, okay? And there's a lot of people who, like, are vlogging, which <laughs> I'm totally against because I think any football experience, any sports experience, even a concert, you should be living in the moment. And so when I see like, these vloggers, like, giving a play-by-play, I'm just kind of like, why? I, I, I get that they're trying to make this accessible to people wherever, but at the same time, if, if that's lining your pockets, then I don't agree with what you're doing. Gotcha. Stop taking work away from Max, you little fuck. <laughs> you know they have capos? They should have, like, a dedicated vlogger person, the only person that's allowed to use a cell phone in the supporter group during I've the game. And they can GoPros. document for the rest of the, like, the group and people can use their shit. Suggestion from Louise. Just I've seen people in the North End with, like, GoPros on their head, and I'm just like, who is this for? <laughs> Yeah, I got you. I, I, to me, that's like that's just the old school in me. It's like, if you go to a concert, I don't need to see like twenty thousand snaps yeah, of the same concert. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I didn't no need to pay for that concert. But it's shout just... out to all you people that went to the Mana concert. I got very, <laughs> you know, I got multiple views of the concert, and I, I don't like, know who they are. Let's, but let's all live in the moment. That's my big thing. It's like, especially in the North End, it's so beautiful when you're in that moment and. Mm-hmm. I, I hate the beer showers. I really do. <laughs> but at the same time, it's like when you're in that winning moment, it's it's a beautiful feeling. Jeez, and I, I haven't think, done a beer in a while. I don't think. Huh? I haven't done a beer in a while. Skullless. Do you, do you do you do the flick of the wrist though? I, I think so. I it's mean, just, yeah, yeah, you're right. You're not supposed to toss the cup. Yeah, don't toss the cup. Yeah, that's, do that's, not throw bottles. Do not toss the cup. I got hit by a cup. Many, many oh, okay, times. yeah, 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 that's, that's not, not good. Don't throw no micheladas out here, that's nasty. Oh my goodness, no micheladas. That slowed down a lot, so thank you for selling less micheladas. <laughs> <laughs> my big uh, kind of crux with this is just that the concert stuff is already gone, you know? Oh like, yeah, no, it's, it's gone, it's gone. Unless you're like certain artists who can restrict your fan base right. from like bringing phones, which is pretty extreme, and I know a lot of people are against it, but at the same time, I'm like, if I want to go to an intimate show, then... For sure. Leave your phones at home. Hell yeah. It's, but yeah, it's... It's I'm, it's weird. I'm on a soapbox, but it's not going to reach the masses in that regard. <laughs> no, no, I think this is... Whoa, good. whoa, whoa. I think, whoa, I yeah, think yeah. you underestimate the amount oh, of... Oh, <laughs> yeah. Our, our listen, listenership. Right and people stay around for tea time with Dweez. <laughs> no, that's Pins and needles to hear what the tea of the week is. <laughs> the thing is, like, unlike Dweez, I, I don't think I've ever loved anything like a live experience more than I loved LAFC, like music included. So, yeah. like, I've had no problems, like... Being like, oh, people are just on their phones or fucking like a, a big concert at the forum, whatever like that. But it's so hard to curb that behavior in the north, and I've been seeing it more and more. And even as we put out more PSA and like more freaking signage and stuff like that, like I just want to know like how we stop it and what's the what's the core kind of message we can send. I mean, that you hit the message, which is like this is the most beautiful thing in the world to experience live. Like, there's nothing like it. And then people will just like who Dude. are not about it will just be like fucking we do well, this they'll, they'll, they'll artists, tell me right? like oh fuck you I paid for my tickets so I, okay. I just wait hold on hold on let me properly say it fuck you people <laughs> all right proceed um it's just I, it's it's just the culture that we live in I think everyone thinks that they need to record everything yeah and document everything but at the same time it's like you're missing out on this experience you think you can watch it on the phone and it's gonna be the same thing but it's not right if you have less than ten thousand followers no one gives a fuck fucking losers. <laughs> 
Damn, I'm triggered by that. My hey, mom. you guys should maybe <laughs> tap into Stadium Benny and get him to like install some crazy tech thing in so the like, LAFC app that shows if you lift it up during the game, and then people who don't lift it up during the game get like a free ticket. We talking about like Justin Bieber's <laughs> like mirror, you know mirror Lamborghini. They could like, like they could no, they just like they can monitor your. But it's tough because I know this is a horrible work. slippery slope and a bad idea. Yeah, what yeah. are you talking about? <laughs> don't go I'm trying to work things out. <laughs> What is this? <laughs> Dude, out here. Yeah, we're talking different know, cultures. There's North End culture, then there's the rest of the stadium. Sure. The rest of the stadium well, could have their phones if you're, up. If your ticket, means. if your ticket's a North End ticket, then it'll it'll monitor it. I mean, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. it's just it's, it's tough right. to well, battle against You call against the programmers and coders. All right, hey. Benny. You know me, dog. I know you listen to this. Stadium Benny, shout just out to Dweez. Kill the reception in that area. <laughs> like, just only. Yeah. That, like, we just live in a day and age where everyone feels that they need to be connected by technology. And there are other, like, supporter groups around the world that do it without a problem because they know how much that experience means to them. Mm-hmm. I just don't know how we curb that here because everyone is so reliant on it. Well, what do you think is like the supporter group that does that best or like a couple of them that you really respect in that way I mean it's I, I know it's tough for a lot of them but a lot of the other groups they really don't encourage the phones and they're very vocal about it yeah well so I, I saw a weird video recently um, Aaron West the guy that narrates the show I wrote for NBC hey. he he recently is doing stuff for Bleacher Report in the Champions League and he went to Olympiacos fans and the whole video was like like, he seems like a nice guy. I've never actually met him. He does a great job on the show that we worked on. But, like, the video is just like, they're not, we're not supposed to bring phones in here. We're not supposed to be recording in here. But we're going to go in here with our phones and record. <laughs> and it's just like the whole thing. He's like, look, I'm filming in the bathroom because they don't want to, like, have our phones in here. Isn't this crazy? We're, like, filming in the side of, like... And I'm just like, dude, like, this is the most tone-deaf, like... And Bleacher Report's putting this shit out. Like, guys, hey, all of Americans, go to all the stadiums around the world that don't want you to film and don't want you to do video and film it and put it on the internet and that'll be good because that's what like you should do right. that's it was like advocating for doing all the wrong things i encourage anyone who disagrees with me to watch that video and tell me that that was like a good idea i i'm in fact surprised that they even put you, it out because yeah, it was so bad because this is olympiacos fans in one of the sections that like Everything related to it that I, like, researched was, like, it almost seems sacred. Like, really beautiful if you got to go in there and, like, just experience it and be respectful. Mm -hmm. And they, like, totally mistreated it for reasons that I'm completely unsure about because... They're just being tanks. No, but I think that's a very American thing. I hate to say it. It's a very American thing where you just go in and do whatever you want because you have these, like... It's your right. It's, it's your, your right, or it's it's like it's your a free enti- We've been saying entitlement. That shit since we were four. It's an entitlement that it's. I think a lot of people don't understand, and that really frustrates me with the North End culture. It's like there are a group of us that really see it as a very sacred experience, and they think that what we're trying to build is a joke in a way. They're just like, oh well, you're, you're just it's just an MLS club. Like what what does it matter? But I'm like, we want this culture to grow here, and we're taking it seriously, and you guys are just. It's also a very LA thing to hype things to death. True. And like the reason I we always like thought Low End Theory survived as long as it was because it was way the fuck out in Lincoln Heights and it was on a Wednesday night and no one was gonna go there and kill it. Yeah. And that's the reason like it didn't really die. But like the North End's here and people have access to it and people yeah. whoever has like an extra however much money can like, you know, yeah. just and go buy a ticket and have that experience and pop it online. So I don't know. I think it'll take some like. It's gonna take a while. Yeah, it's gonna take some like time for like too many of that things to happen and to level out 
in some respect. Yeah. You know? It's so new right now. It's in and it's like everyone wants to experience it. So everyone wants yeah, to be part of it. But yeah, it'll, get, it'll definitely get better. It's brand new and shiny. Right. Yeah. yeah. The official unofficial stance of the 3252 is that we have photographers who are a lot better than you, right? Who are very talented, right, very right. talented photographers, videographers. Let them do their job. Yeah. You'll and just enjoy, enjoy the North End experience because it's so beautiful. Please sing, please chant, right. jump, everything. I mean, that Dortmund game in um, at home against Barcelona for Champions League, that was... Wild to see that the, the disposable TIFO go up in the, the air. Confetti one. The confetti. But that happened because we there's a the official film person getting the group rather than the individual being like, oh, I have this thing that's gonna explode in my hand and it's gonna disappear mm-hmm. for a second, right? Mm-hmm. So I mean that's 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 a wild part of it. Like the best part of it are the best part of our experience is that we have a group message together that we're presenting as all individuals. We decided to chip in and put our phones down for a second to do this all together. So. That is the best case scenario. Anything below that is really not worth our time. I want to hear Brenda and Joyce's rants. So, <laughs> kind of going back to what Carla and Sue was talking about, um, I think when we're like not friendly, of course, we get like, oh, you know, there are bitches or whatever. Or if we're too nice, then <laughs> no offense to you guys, I think male, like, Guys no, no, automatically think like, oh yeah, she wants me. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> like, Hell yeah. I think that like about I everyone. felt it. You know, there was a vibe. Oh, yeah, you know, like we're walking out. We're just like no. showing a nipple right now. <laughs> <laughs> and like, you know, you know, we have our like Instagram pages and I know like we have the LAFC TSG and we you know now we have like photos up there and then we get tagged and right, um, Brenda was recently featured on LAFC Babes. <laughs> No, it was another one. It was a different one. No, it was. A- <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I do not like those pages. Yes. But what? It tell was me. Very what, what are we talking about? What are so it, she got featured as an LFC supporter, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, band, it's babe. <laughs> it wasn't anything big. I forgot what it was called. Um, but it wasn't like they didn't put anything offensive. So I was like, ah, oh, whatever. You yeah, know, they're just highlighting her beauty, which is, of course, we should highlight her beauty. But, but it just... was kind of weird because that post was like months back. So they literally like went through it. I don't know what they did. Maybe they were looking at hashtags or whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But um, I mean, that's nothing. I, it's whatever to me. But I've had a um, couple of like DMs <laughs> come in. And, you know, I just kind of wish they wouldn't do that. And I don't even know who, like, know who these dudes are. But I, the only thing that I know that they're related to LFC is because if I look at it, like, certain mutual friends, people, yeah, so. mutual friends are following, whatever. And I'm like, okay, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, it's just it's uncomfortable, you know, because I feel like if I go to the game, they'll pro- they probably see me somewhere, obviously. And it's just kind of, you know, like it's unless we're like introduced face to face somehow, toned down on that because I think that just kind of. Like, we feel kind of uncomfortable. We do. Because we don't want to be, like, rude and, like, not respond or, or say something that, you know, offends them. But at the same time, like, we shouldn't have to feel like we need to respond or interact with that. Like, oh, you not- Yeah. It's like a no... It sounds like a no-win situation. It is damn a no-win situation. Like, you know, girls don't, don't do that. Or maybe you guys get to <laughs> But women don't do that, you know? I don't know. I don't know. 
<laughs> Wait, Josh is saying I want to hear. Okay, I I'm not good enough at Instagram. I just post pictures of books three years ago. So like, what? do you guys go into girls' messages and just say, like, hey baby? <laughs> like, have you ever done that? Come on, come on, come on. Just let's just have some confessions. I, I appreciate the facts of back in the day when you had to risk public humiliation every time you wanted to talk to a girl, right? It was exhilarating. Right? Yeah. Oh. So. Yeah, I don't even know how to slide into DMs. Like, dudes have, like, witty-ass one-liners to start off the conversation and shit now. I'd still just, you know, go with the, hey, how was your day? And apparently that's not, like, a good way to start a conversation with girls these days. Like, <laughs> no, no, uh, hi, is, hi is great. Like, hi, how are you doing? Yeah. That's fine. But then there are guys who are like, oh, my God, you look so beautiful. Yeah. Or, hey, oh, guys, so hot. Stop doing so that hot. shit, you fucking cornballs. Or some don't even do DMs. They just comment on any photos that they oh, can find. Oh, my God. They're, I got to read one. Yeah, but you know what, like, like, that's, like, the, the new age way of, like, all right, I'm not even going to slide in the DM. I'm, that's their way of, like, I'm just going to make it known and risk my public humiliation. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? It's sad. The, Guys, the DMs don't work unless, like, maybe if you're a millionaire, it'll work maybe one out of no, every no, 50. No, no, no. That was the question. Would it, would it work? Would it ever work? No, would I the see. right DM work? Maybe. Is it, are we ruling out that as a possibility? I'm just, no, I'm trying to like, get a hold I mean, of this it culture. It is the internet people. age, and I feel like, it's bound to happen. Like, I mean, let's be but, honest, ladies. If a DM comes in and you don't reply, but you click on that profile and he's fly as fuck, you're more inclined to reply. No, it depends on what, what he said. Well, obviously. Yeah. If you, like, just go straight in with the dick pic, you're not going to respond. <laughs> oh, gosh. Right? Do but, not like, do no, that. It's, but it's, that's it's what I mean. Like, that. to them, to those idiots who come with the cornball like damn baby you so fly mm-hmm. like you can you can literally see them licking their lips as they're typing <laughs> the like, oh. Stop. right Stop. like there's those guys where you're not gonna give it any time but in their mind like they think they're being fly on that shit right yeah so it's just, just, no it's matter, just a matter of yeah like, no matter how old we are women we, a genuine approach will always work yep a gen just simple yes. hey you know, let's say that we didn't get introduced. I don't know who he is and he never, whatever, right? And he just, just just be like, hey, like, I think I saw you at the game. You know what I mean? Just be, yeah, just be but, you know, real. Like, don't don't say, oh, damn, baby. You're like, come on. Like, no, don't baby me. Don't baby Here's a bigger yeah. reason. There, there is that type of game, too, where I've seen plenty of times where girls are like, this was a dickhead. Like, like he, uh, he's a fuckboy, blah, blah. And then two months later, they're going out. Mm-hmm. It happens all the time. Let's be honest. Yeah, but those are other... That's, that's like another... It's <laughs> a whole other topic. I'm just saying. Sometimes, shoot or oh. shoot. Like, DM, just block them, fools, if you don't like it. Oh, yeah. But it's annoying, guys. Like, no, meet it, them in hey, person before ever... you want to comment. Like, and if you're going to slide in DM, here's some advice. Wait for something you have to, like, chime in on on their fucking story or something. And try to make them laugh, not, hey, baby, you're so fine, I, uh, lick lips. I agree, I agree. Humor, you know what I mean? Humor is the best. Yes. Humor is the best. So there's your little two cents from me. Any other rants, ladies? Joyce has got a rant. Wait, well, no. you were going to say Aww. something, though. No, I was just going to say, has anyone ever, is, is, the, is LAFC a place to meet someone in general? Or does that kind of screw up your universe if you, like, um. start seeing somebody that, like, <laughs> you know? What, am I, am I, am I, am I broaching some, no, some I mean, sensitive topics here? No, it's, for me, it's, it's a no. It's, it's not a, no. a place to meet anyone. It's a no, you, it's a no, but at the same time... Where else are you going to meet people, like, right? Yeah, you're spending you're, so much time there that it close, magically turns like into one? It's like a double-edged sword. Okay. Was, like, you're either going to meet them at church or at LAFC. No. Like, or your job. 
Like, uh, don't do you that. You know what I mean? Where, where, where else <laughs> Definitely is... not at work. Don't do it. Don't. I don't have the don't energy to go out anywhere else after. I'm tired. I don't, <laughs> yeah, even, be, I don't even make it exactly. to free play, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> it's just tiring. All you motherfuckers party until midnight and shit. Just... I don't know how people do it. Yeah, like, I go so home, I shower, all. and the past five games, I just go home and be sad. What the fuck y'all dancing for? What the fuck y'all dancing for? Um... Guys, yeah, no, it's time for you guys' confessions. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna save mine till the end. So you guys, you guys roll. It's with confessions. It. It's not rants. Yeah, oh. confessions. Ooh, rants. Confession. This is called rants. This is called rants and confessions. You have to sing now. Tea time, rants and confessions. Let's not spread that rumor. Wait, what? 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 <laughs> I just heard something about confessions. Josh. Josh, please. Um. I watched the Denzel Washington movie yesterday. Okay. <laughs> All right. Do you do you find him to be a poor actor generally? And this what was just you fuck? going out. You're no. going out on a limb. Well, well, was that a confession? How you are confessing you? something you like don't want to like. You don't, don't want people don't to speak know. Speak Denzel. Yeah, Denzel. Come on. I like Please. Denzel. I was worried he didn't. Oh my and that was God. why it was Dude, a confession. What is this energy you're hitting me with right now? Well, that's like me confessing that it's I like. Been different listening. since he found out you were a frat boy. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I feel like I'm being looked differently. <laughs> you are. You are. You total like my whole. Perception of you. Damn. <laughs> I'm scared of that. Uh, no, I don't think I've very much my, to confess right now. My confession is that, what did you say when we sat down that we started our first episode January or what were mm-hmm. you saying? January. I confess that I didn't think this would last this long. <laughs> I didn't think we up. could, no, I didn't think we could genuinely continue Keep to meet up. every week, like consistently. It's been, it's been nine months. That's my confession. That, that is pretty crazy. I, I wasn't like, dude, this is ending in March for sure. These guys can't have it. And I'm like, so pro- I'd be like, I don't know. It's, shit's going to get in the way. Don't you guys feel like this has been a long ass year? I feel like I feel like that. Maybe the LAFC season just like hits from March, March to November. Yeah, so you, like you get started. that thing. And it's like, oh, my God, I feel like I've been alive for way too long right now. <laughs> that's that's kind of the feeling. Are I you get. burning out? Well, a little bit. A little is bit. Is that your confession? Yeah, bur- burning out. Maybe not. This last in the game way, too. Just does, just doesn't want to say it out loud. He's like, I'm I think because we have it. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's also loud. If we were on a winning high, I think that'll still. Like, true, 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 true. The energy yeah. is All a little off. Carla also always catches me in IG stories when I'm like pissed off. Like <laughs> the first time was at the Women's World Cup watch party at Buffalo Wild Wings. Yes. And then I was so Sorry. angry that we went down like 4-0. And then the second time was this weekend when we went down and like we're, we're tying the game. I looked so frustrated. I'm like, wow. That was all of us though. Yeah, that's true. That's me. That's my mood. That's my confession. That's all. Sam, we're waiting on you. Yes. I can't wait for Sam's confession. By the way, I'm pouring everyone black tea now. If you guys want a confession, tea. it's a rant. Okay. And I'm pissed off. That's my favorite. Because I thought you motherfucking listeners loved me. <laughs> and I thought you guys were going to ride with me on shitting on Laurent Slimon. But it was quiet as a motherfucker. He was appreciative of how we welcomed him back on some bullshit. And I had motherfuckers looking at me crazy while I was booing the <laughs> fuck out of him in the stands. Hey, North End motherfuckers looking at me crazy. I hope you're listening to this. With all due respect and nothing but love, this motherfucker came into our house in a situation that he didn't want, which, you know, I'll grant him that. But when he came in, he asked for the captain's armband. To me, it's let's let's take it into. I, I always like taking sports stuff kind of into gang culture, just because it's you know. We don't like you said at the beginning. We don't support. We don't gang support. Culture, we don't support. But that. it's a useful metaphor. But <laughs> if someone's gonna claim it's to be you. your shot caller and your OG, yeah, and he can't even make it through one season, like, don't ask for that shit. You're you're not cut from that cloth. You're not a general. 
And you're not making it out of your first tint in the joint. Exactly. And you, you, you might not make it out uh, not past your first night. Hey, if you want to support generals that are losers, put a fucking Confederate flag up, you fucks. Hey. Another thing, there's people coming in here talking about like, oh, he did it for his family and that's his why and blah, blah, blah. If your why and your daughter and your family were so important, why was it so hard for you to not emotionally crumble after you were rejected by Belgium? And about Belgium, to me, <laughs> you thinking that you were going to make it over Vincent Company into the squad is you're fucking out of your mind. That's like me sliding into Rihanna's DMs and being fucking devastated that she didn't come over to fuck me, you fucking loser. <laughs> fuck all you people that looked at me sideways when I was booing Lawrence Simon. You're a fucking cuck. You're the type of motherfucker where your girlfriend will leave you for another guy and you're sitting at home waiting for her to come back. You fucking asshole bitch. That's my rant. I co-signed that whole thing that he just said. Yeah. Not usually, I, 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 don't got the, I don't got the fire in my belly like that, but I, I'm, that I'm sold. very good rant. Yeah. I'm sold. What's, uh, what's, Maybe it's because me and Bob Bradley almost got in a fight. That's, that's right. <laughs> a, a, anyone have any rebuttals that I could shit on? Regarding what's, that? what's the roundtable round uh, consensus on that? Is it yay or nay or Francis for Simon? What's, what's the, what's I the take mean, on like, okay, so with Simon, it's like, okay, he was part of the first squad ever. So there's always going to be that, like, endearing aspect of it. But I was very, I was left disappointed in the manner that he left. Because he, to me, he basically quit on our team. Mm-hmm. Like, what goal was yeah. that? Where he, like, that pen- it was oh, a penalty, open cup. Right? We would have open cup trophy right now if Lawrence Simon didn't bitch out yeah. after comeback from Belgium. And it's just like I get where he wanted to take the chance with Belgium because company was still injured, blah blah blah. But that mentality to me is like I can't support it. And I'm hoping that mentality is not stuck with a lot of our players right now because fuck, we need to win. Yeah, we look like ass right now. Um but no, I agree with your rant, and I support your rant. Let me let me play devil's advocate. Really. Oh, God. Let's oh, run God. it, baby. All right, All right. typical. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this is the age of player movement, mm-hmm. through and through. NBA, NFL, especially. I mean, NBA more so, but NFL because of how dangerous it is. I do not like Shima in the same way. I think the goal that he scored against uh, this goal that he scores against Seattle in our home opener. That's the one that, that's the sticky point. That'll always be... Okay, wait, but let me stop you right there before you continue on playing double left. That was rude. It wasn't a good goal. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't a good goal. It was a a horrible goal that partially only happens in a league like MLS. Mm -hmm. And yeah, you drove the ball. And yeah, Stefan Fry got blinded, but it wasn't by Simone's brilliance. It was by the beautiful lights of downtown Los Angeles through the keyhole window in Big California Stadium. That's what happened. And that's what got him distracted. It was a a rare error. It's a shit goal. It's a shit goal. And people are like, oh, he scored the first goal at Big California Stadium, but it's also like, How many shit goals have our favorite team scored that we fucking stand for again and again because it's our fucking team? I stand for good goals. I don't stand for shit goals. I'm like, damn, we made it out of that one a lot. To, to be, but no one has ever scored the first in, in your history. In your history of supporting a sport. I would have rather scored the first goal that, didn't Cincinnati have like this amazing on the, first On the goal? first, yeah, on the Diego home Rossi's opener? goal is incredible. On the uh, home that, opener? To me, that's our first I've Absolutely. already forgotten about no, Simon's sure. goal until whole, you guys brought him. Until he came back to Diego's, the Diego's goal is the number one forever. We it's were a there. great goal. We were there yeah. at the match, except for Sam. But yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love yeah. that. Gotta bring that it in. Came off his of foot. Yeah. It came off his foot, but it could have been anyone. The f- but it was him. 
That's what. That's the. That's fair the key. Enough, that's enough. the key point here. You know, it could have been anyone else at that moment. It could have been. Fucking, we don't fucking come to the stadium unless there's players kicking that fucking ball. And if it was anyone else, we're talking in hindsight right now. The hindsight's really shit. Because Simon fucked us over. I hate how he left. He asked for the captain's band. That means something. Remind to me. you when? When did he leave? Do you guys remember the match before he left? Right before playoffs. Nope. Before the second game in the galaxy, at the galaxy, the yep. third galaxy game. Uh, that he week was, he, he was, was at training. That, right? No. Well, kind of, but the, the reason was because he was going to leave. Right, right, right. So then Bob was put in a weird position to have to deal with that. But anyways, that's my always another thing. another thing another to to that's a that's more ammo as Slim's Arsenal. I think you'd leave right before like that yeah, kind of game, season, yeah. right when they're making the push. Yeah. Before this really big game, you can't keep your shit together to see out. The I mean, but how many how much shit are we giving to other players on our team who can't keep their the shit captain, together against the Galaxy? The against captain, the Galaxy. Captain is big. No, no, I'm I'm with you on the cap. I it, I the importance of the captains is so important. But how many times have we shit on the rest of our players and even Bob for fucking up during Galaxy games? Uh, like for us to, hold he didn't that, even yeah. show up. I have that energy towards the team right now because we should have beaten Galaxy. Like for sure, for sure, for sure. But I, I still can't get around the fact that we haven't this season, and yeah. it's frustrating. We might see them in the playoffs, but. What is it? Mm-hmm. What is it mentally it's that mental. it's, it's gotcha. just, I don't and, and that's, the, I mean, that is the big question going forward. I just think that in terms of Simon's entry back here at the bank, I, he should have been shit on. He should have been shit on, for sure. But also, I'm not completely going to shit on the people who don't shit on him. I'd rather have people... Oh, no, I'm out. fine. Don't look at me crazy <laughs> if I'm going to be shitting on him, though. Fuck you. Yeah, I mean, that was yeah, stupid. Just, You're yeah. entitled to your own stupid opinion. <laughs> I'm going to have mine, you fuck. Anyone else with the rant? I want to hear Josh's rant still. No, that's, that's, I'm good. I'm good. I'm chill <laughs> His today. confession is that he loves Simone. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not like that. Come on. I, the people you love the most disappoint you the most, right? That's, that's just, that's, that's the brass tax of it. Simone was that person. You know I love a captain. Sam, you know I love a captain. No, and I love a captain too, but that right. was very, I have high standards for my captain. That's that what I'm saying. That was not very captain-like behavior. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Especially for our first year. Like, Really? Of all the things that could have happened, but your captain exiting before the season ends. Is- and how are you going to miss that penalty, man? How are you going to yeah. miss that penalty? That's why I think in that game, that Houston game, I will love Diego forever. Because when Vela was yeah, that game, when Vela was fucking limping with a with a hamstring, like yeah. Diego was like, I'm going to fucking take this team. Also, away. also. That's, that's rare. I would like to, this is what I often had to do for music. Like when a guy who's a piece of shit releases a good rap song, I had to be like, oh damn, like that was a good song. I don't like him as a person, but that was a great song. Sure. People like get all these weird ideas that like the things we like and the people who make them that are like have to be our role models. Mm-hmm. Like he can have all the family problems he wants. I have nothing against, none of us probably have anything against Laurent Simon the person, but we're talking about Laurent mm-hmm. Simon the player and like the things you can and can't do as a player, especially in that position. But I think, especially that position you're talking about captaincy, it yeah. comes with so much of the personal stuff. But it's on the field display. But it's also why he was highlighted was the off-the-field stuff as well, right? His leadership in the locker room, that's off Players are still people. Yeah, Musicians right. are still people, artists are still people. But I'm just saying, like, don't get into your, like, don't project your moral desires onto, like, figures who do things. Yeah. That was me, that I, was I have me, a hard that time. me and Kanye, that's why we are talking I, Yeah, about I have a hard time liking yeah, Kanye, sure. you know, Kanye's music more and more, just the worse and worse he is, and the more and more ridiculous album? he gets. No. But when he releases a song, I'm just like, if it's, it's good, good if it's good, yeah. I hate that it's a good song, but it's a good song. I think there's so many, there's so few things that can 
elicit that kind of passion and love, which is literally like up to the masses, music, sports, probably the two biggest ones. So these are the two only realms, like politicians really gives a fuck about how much you love and what they do. But the two biggest things are what they produce and it's the music yeah. and it's the way they play and shit ball players throughout time, including like someone like Michael Jordan for a second, or revered still because of what they do. But I think because you love the person so much, yeah. it becomes it becomes inseparable from what their music is, you know, or their or their their sport is. Yeah, and it's like, you know, you love this, like, player, and he does great things on the field. It's like, oh, my God, he just gave all that money to charity. Like, I really like him now. I, I, I'm, I fall victim to it, too. I'm just saying, check yourselves. You, you have other role models for, like, how you're supposed to live your life or do, but, like, maybe a lot of American culture is, like, lost, so people grasp at, like, fi- famous figures and that they're the guiding posts for, like, behavior or values. Yeah. And, and then it gets really weird when it gets to, like, sports or music or movies it's like you love this movie even though it was a terrible movie or this like acting was terrible or just the whole thing like didn't make sense you're just like yeah but I like love that actor because he's like he's like saves these like people and like these infants that was Drogba for me (laughs) and I think it's it's good to do good things but that's a separate that should be separate yeah I mean I don't know we should demand like good you know you demand your players to do well you demand your artists to make good art and like you don't need to take it further but we do because Mm -hmm. we're a lost culture I mean, at the same time, like, it, I feel you on the... Do you guys watch the Travis Scott documentary? No. Um, it's, it's wild. Okay, so it's, it's just like, you know, Travis's fans are wild. He's a great live performer and all that. And, like, these kids, like, it's 14 to, like, you know, 20, whatever, are just, be, like, literally on camera, like, Travis saved my life, you know? And, like... That's, it, that's... I think that's very different culture right now that we live in because there is so much hero worship. You don't think that's that's true of, like, 60s rock and 70s and 90s rap and all I don't think it was ever to that, that extent because we've grown up in, like, very, like, teeny bop eras, like, Backstreet Boys and Sing, right? Mm-hmm. But the level of fandom right now mm-hmm. is so... It has to do with social media, too. Yeah. Never it's, 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 it's much more personal. It's, never yeah. it's long so insane, like... Yeah, yeah. Where, I remember, like, on Twitter, there was this big thing, like cuts for Bieber or cutting for Bieber what? these kids were cutting themselves oh for Justin right, Bieber right, right, right. and he had to like make a PSA like have you heard that don't album? do that like, you know <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> He's like, cut yourself, kids. <laughs> but, like, but, but you're right. It's, it's, it's the, the level of, like, yeah, it's hero worship. It's kind but of But also, insane. it's like, it's a little, okay, now I'm going to take it, like, churchy. It's like, no, you know, people, people, like, misinterpret, like, things, passages in the Bible to, like, mean some, like, directive that they decide yeah. what yes. it means. And, okay, athletes, it's different, I guess. Like, in, in fact, like, sports, you, know, you, know, you don't have to open your mouth. You can't, like, tell someone how they're supposed to live their life. But in, like, rap songs and someone's, like, blah 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 like that also seems like they're like promoting whatever those things are and so people are like oh okay so he like okay so, okay, so I'm cutting on the wrist like this way because okay. right. he's just maybe he's just describing a story he doesn't have like the liberties of art to just describe something without seeming like he's advocating for it because, because people take it literally yeah. there are a lot of kids that take it literally and it's, it's that's why it's it's tough out there I think people have to be responsible especially if you are a famous person right Find heroes but, like Latif Blessing that just want to play soccer and dance. I think culture has to be responsible. Angolo Conte is like the perfect example of someone who's just so happy to play Nobody football. cares about your Chelsea. Everyone loves Angolo Conte. He's like Latif Blessing of yeah. EPL. Yeah. Way better. But yeah. we're, at the same time, we're talking about love, right? Love for a player. And like, you know, it's, it's we can take this as far. Everyone is going to get canceled eventually, most for the most part. And so say someone fucks up royally, say Angolo does something that's Truly egregious and horrible. Off like, the field or on the field? Off the field. Let's go off okay. the field. 
And like, but it's like that's that's kind of what so we. So you just yeah, everyone's cancelable in this. We live day in a cancel culture. Right, yeah, right, right. Which is, I think, for the a lot of the time, like for the majority of the time, it's for the right reason. People who have had a platform for too long have been speaking with still doing some stupid shit and some really horrible shit that's been going on. But you're right. I mean, I think social media amplifies everything. But at the same time, the hero worship has been alive since the fucking you know for as long as humans have been around. But now there's social media. There's like millions of micro heroes. Yeah, yeah, and, and, that, like, and it's just—it's just more personal. Because back in the day, celebrities were stoic and mysterious, mm-hmm. and that was the persona that they tried to portray. And then the social media generation made it so that so it became, you have to be yeah. accessible, you have to be personable, you have to go on live and talk about whatever yeah, the fuck you're doing, yeah. right? Yeah. And, and like, and, and, and in this generation, there's a bunch of kids who were like on fucking prescription medication, which makes them like super emotional, and they get on. Their, their platforms at that time and they're talking all this crazy right, right. shit. Kids at the age of 10 are getting exposed to people that are just drugged out of their mind talking crazy shit. But they don't know that they're, that's just their hero and they're just talking. Right, but my thing is always like, and this is the, my own freaking soapbox now, which is like, I think now you we're getting it. There we go. Here it comes. We're going to get it out of Josh. It took some time and some more black tea, but we got it out of him, guys. My thing is straight up like, shit has always been bad and this is not the generation that's made it like has really f- fucked everything up because it's always been fucked up like before social media like how many fucking families in america had pictures of jfk in their fucking households before the access to individual localized heroes we were fucking worshiping that's what happened yeah. we worshiped no, fucking larger larger figures who are just as fucked up as but fucking they didn't have access one. so we didn't know how crazy all these fucking famous people were Ignorance but they're just worse, as yeah. fucked up but it's like at the same time, it's like you're still hero worshiping, hero standing someone who doesn't deserve that. You know what I'm saying? So it's like at, at that point, it's like what the like everyone that we so who we look up to. That? No one, to be no honest. One, I think that's no what I'm learning. Does. Yeah, right. That's no what I'm. One does. That's, that's really no what I'm fucking going through yeah, right now. No one, no one does. I don't think anyone. So does. What, no one deserves the teardown. No, no one deserves the hero. No one deserves to offer the Kool Aid. I think as, as long as we see people as humans and they're fallible, then. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But people need to stop drinking the Kool-Aid because otherwise it's just going to keep yes. flying off the shelves. Yeah. You guys white have to... White Claw. <coughs> just the, the it is White Claw. It's literally White Claw, by the way. The punch is White Claw. The punch is White Claw. Is it not? It's White Claw. I mean, I, 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 White Claw was a joke for one tailgate and it just kind of took a life of its own where people actually send me White Claw memes thinking I was serious. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. <laughs> Now they're going to stop hero-worshipping you, Sue. They're like all the white Chloe fanboys out here. I only ever did it because you were my hero, and I started... <laughs> sorry to I let saw you I saw you talking White Claw, and I was like, you and Jimmy are like, oh my god. And like, Jimmy my, is the, the biggest enabler. Two of my heroes are on White Claw. I'm like, I want to be on White Claw. I love Jimmy. Hey, Claw. before we go, what's the best hip-hop diss track of all time? Thank Ooh, you. Why don't you explain how this came up? Uh, it, it was a vibe question on Twitter. Twitter.com? Yeah. 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 Wait, what? <laughs> so, <laughs> I asked Sam on the way over, like, <laughs> what, the what is the best hip-hop diss track of all time? And I went with No Vaseline, Ice Cube. <clears throat> I mean, Josh shot back with uh, Ether by Nas. You know I had to do these. Come on. Sam says... Hit him oh, up. Oh, hit him up. Not, like, not even the rapping parts. Just where he's talking over the beat. <laughs> the intro... Then he hits him with the sickle cell line. I'm like, yo, you're an <laughs> asshole. Like, and to me, it, it's not even the rapping. The intro and just talking over the beat, he kills everybody. What about you, Brenda? What do you think? 
best hip hop Get into the R&B beef bags. Chris Brown beef and what? <laughs> Everybody? <laughs> Cancelled. Oh yeah, I do want to talk about this. We got 14 strong women here. What? So, recently at a Chris Brown concert, <laughs> a girl had a poster. Ugh, I saw your, I saw that. Right? Okay. I saw that. It just what? said, I want to fuck you. Oh god. Well, we talk about equality, ladies, but... Let's just put it into perspective if, like, some dude was at a Katy Perry Wait, concert. Wait, who and he was had this, this concert? Chris, Chris Brown. Brown. Okay, I don't think he cares. Or no, but no, he, he grabbed the sign and he oh, was, yeah, like, he so ecstatic about it. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Ugh. Hey, Ugh. what if it wasn't him, though, and someone was offended? No? Nobody's going to get offended? Why would you? No, get, I'm sure. She would get offended. Sure. They're decent guys. They will. Anyway, I'm just saying. Chris I could have gone to a Katy like... Perry concert and have a sign that says, I want to fuck you. Doesn't mean you're... Sh- and get he's tr- going to get he's gonna get lucky. With no, he's probably going to get kicked out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Say, this isn't equality, y'all. <laughs> I mean, I don't like that Part two of my room. I don't know. No, I... I no, it's wait. Like I, I want to hear their, I wanna hear their yeah. opinion. I it's not like that's who we are. We don't see a player and want to, like, go grope them and touch them. Like, we appreciate them because of their talent. I see some thirsty-ass females out there. That's not us here right now. It's like... I've been at the club with some celebrities and, like, like, they just think, I, you know, I'm part of the, the entourage. Oh. <laughs> I was getting numbers that, like, those girls had no reason to be giving me their numbers. Wait, even when I look at them, I'm like, I don't even want to take you out because people are going to look at me like, I definitely have a lot of money and I'm definitely paying for your fucking, like, courtship. So, I'm just saying, it's out there, ladies. Y'all can, y'all can say all this shit you want, but y'all still got weak links in, in the chain. Women can do what they want. If they want that D, they can go get that D. Like, that's what about the I want? I want to fuck you. Bad. That sign. Yeah. I mean, I'm not. That's not you my support the sign. I, it's not. It's not. No. Not yeah, me. No. I wouldn't be so bold as to do that. But is that because of boldness? I just Would wouldn't you? want to do it. It's Why just would the I do person it? Why would you I? are. Yeah. That's, it comes down to that. Honestly, it's okay. just, I, just I mean, we don't give a, a fuck about anything or anyone like that, and we're confident women, but we're, I appreciate we're the still that, form, like, but come on. there's still that line we probably wouldn't cross, you know, yeah. we're not, you're not going to see us saying that to, like, you know, at the LAFC, there's, you always, in, I don't know, Mexico games, you always have that one's like, oh, Bella Chicharito, like, get me pregnant, you know, they always okay. have those signs, <laughs> yeah. like, you're not going to see us having that sign at yeah, an LAFC game, that is not, it's not me. Yeah, Why we're there for? Save for the national team games. <laughs> but but I but no. I do think no but no. but I do think that that like that sign and I might be like there's a power dynamic that like we can't pretend to ignore. Sure, like like just historical context that there's a power dynamic like and as you know in some in certain circumstances it's like the same type of people like when white people are like yeah but like with a white person had like you know, white history month, like, it's like, yeah, but you're forgetting about fucking institutional racism. You're, yeah. you're forgetting about institutional. The <laughs> reason why those shine, the reason that those signs are okay, in my opinion, is like, because that's, that's actually perverting the traditional yeah, power dynamic. Why would you even ask that So question? it's like, you guys don't have to have that sign, but I'm okay with the sign. Yeah, it's like, it's sense. like, it's the same way, like, what, what was his example about the Chris, or the Rihanna concert? Is that what you said? Rihanna? It's like. No, Katy Perry. If you went to an if you went to a women an NWSL game and some dude has a sign that's like I want to impregnate you Alex Morgan you'd be like that is fucking atrocious like yeah. that is a bad thing for this person well, to be holding. There was this thing today, right? Because um, of the power dynamic. Because yeah. traditionally males, you, the whole Megan Rapinoe thing. 
mm-hmm. where like they were talking about like oh why should who should get it and she's all like oh Virgil Van Dyke should get it because he's cute and it caused this whole uproar oh. on Twitter. Twitter, stop. But I was like, is she being, like, fish... fish <coughs> uh, is she just, like, you know, bantering these folks? Or, like... I don't know if that answer was genuine, which I was really surprised by. So, anyways, the best diss track... Yeah, you guys all win. Those are all great diss Wait, wait, we're asking Brenda. Oh, yeah, sorry. Brenda <laughs> said, you're just like, God, they forgot. I hope I have to tell them my real favorite diss track. <laughs> I don't really have one. I, I like all what they said, I know, to those be are three good diss tracks. I love Nas. I, I wish I could hear more stuff from him, but yeah. My heart says Nas, my gut says Tupac, <laughs> and some other part of me says no Vaseline. But I, I also mean, agree with no my, Vaseline. My reason for no Vaseline it was it was Ice Cube versus NWA. So it's like one guy versus. I'll, I'll say Roxanne, Roxanne versus the real Roxanne. Oh, that's a good one. I saw that. Go, go, back, go back in time to some, some 1980s. Women rap beef in the Bronx. All right. It's like, how did everyone get the name Roxanne so early in the hip hop game when there's so few women doing it? <laughs> like, how are the, the two biggest artists of the time also called Roxanne? Roxanne, Roxanne, the real Roxanne. It's like, oh shit, shit was crazy. And on that note, <laughs> on that note, this has been another episode of the FCFC Pod. We appreciate y'all for listening to the end. And if you didn't enjoy what we talked about, fuck you. Peace, y'all. Bye. Bye. Okay, let's do the intro. One, two, three. Good people of Los Angeles, welcome once again to the FCFC FSA FSA pod. This evening, we have a special treat for you. Four of my favorite North End females, four of the coolest, strongest football voices we've had on the pod at one time. How many times have we had seven people on the pod? One. This is it. This is the most we've ever yeah, had. I think this is the most we've ever had. Really? And well, was only three. Right? So watch out because they roll deep, and hey. we discuss everything from North End etiquette mm-hmm. to rants, sliding in the DM etiquette to confessions to Laurent Simon who came back recently, and Slim's opinion of that situation, you which I, so I know... You guys are so lucky I didn't give my freaking cussing disclaimer before this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there goes my water bottle. And Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> we are in the backyard of Expo Park of Dweez's Place. There are helicopters flying, horns honking, Pendulce truck driving by. We are drinking. I am cussing. So if you are around children or at a workplace where you shouldn't be hearing profanity, you probably shouldn't be listening. And... Leave reviews. Oh, yeah. It's been a while since uh, we got reviews or anything. Um, I would like to get some and like to know that you guys are still listening. Because if not, what the fuck are we doing this for? It makes us uncomfortable to ask for reviews, but this is 2019 and we're trying to do things that make us uncomfortable, Slim. What about language? I just did that. Okay. (laughs) See you guys next time. He said potty mouth. Oh. You just ruined the whole intro. No, that's good. Sean Feel just no, but do your favorite thing at the end, you know. The nah. go fuck yourself. Nah. Josh, you wanna do it for him? <laughs> nope. It's on you. Go fuck yourself. Yay!